there. Welcome to the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to to the absolute fullest. What's up, ladies? I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're enjoying this little two-episode-a-week thing. This is, you know, two weeks strong, so that is something to be applauded, I think. Uh, welcome. If it's your first time as well, my name's Brittany. I'm a Catholic wife and mom of two boys. I run fitmomlifetothefullest.com, where I have a blast. I truly, truly do coming up with recipes and workout plans. I work with people one-on-one in personal training. This is all online. I do group challenges. We have two awesome challenges going on right now, a beginner and advanced where I teach you how to track your macros. I give you workouts. So fun. I'm already loving it. We just started a week ago. Not even. (laughs) We've been prepping for a little bit, so it feels like a little bit longer. And I have programs available there as well. Pregnancy, postpartum. Last episode, I was talking all about postpartum fitness. So you might have gone ahead and skipped that if that is not you right now. I totally respect it. I do the same. But today applies to everybody. Today, I'm talking about the four components that you should have present at every meal. So right now, whether you are tracking macros, if you are in my challenge and you are just starting to track macros or you have before and are returning to it, Or if you are not tracking your macros right now, if you are eating intuitively, if you are just trying to pay attention to eating better foods and starting there, looking at portion control, those kinds of things, no matter where you are at, this actually applies to everybody, to all of you. It works if you are, and it's what I advise if you are tracking macros. If you are not doing that right now, if you're eating intuitively, which is the ultimate goal of tracking your macros, right? That is my perspective is I want you to become aware of what you're eating. I want you to start learning how to match up what you're eating to your proper macro targets for your body. Then I want you to be able to back off it and eat intuitively, not having to log for the rest of your life, but just knowing right around where you should be landing. And this is a little tool that can help you in all of that, again, whichever stage you are at. So first of all, credit where credit is due. This was not my brainchild. This was a great book that I read that I have to disclaimer a little bit because I remember there being parts that I did not agree with. According to my Catholic faith, I was like, eh, we're going to skip that part Um, because it's talking about overall health and there were some things I definitely did not agree with. But Kelly Levesque is a celebrity nutritionist and she wrote the book Body Love. And she has another book as well. I think it's Body Love at Home or something. I am intrigued to read it. Last time I just borrowed it from the library, so I didn't purchase the first one. Um, But hoping to either purchase this one or maybe the library has this second one by now. But what I really liked from it, what was a staple that I took away from her is the idea of having, she calls it the Fab Four. The Fab, these uh, four components present at each meal. So it is a protein a fat, a fiber, and a green. So following that formula that you would be pretty successful at keeping your blood sugar regulated at each meal. So, and then she's a big proponent of the Fab Four smoothies that she really says that it's just easy for a meal of your day to be a smoothie, which I agree, it is definitely easy. Not all of us love that though. I know I'm a seasonal gal with smoothies myself, so I haven't had a smoothie in a couple months because I only do it in the warm weather. (laughs) But Um, So that is her little formula, protein, fat, fiber, and green. So what I would adopt to it and modify is then carbs are sprinkled in sparingly and as they fit your day. So if you are tracking your macros, you're seeing how many grams of carbs you need. So you're seeing where you can add them in when you're looking at your meals. And if you're just eating intuitively, then you know that some days you might need some more carbs if you're higher activity. Some days you don't need as many, but in general, our body still prefers to run off carbs, which is why I am not an advocate of keto. 
I do tend to eat myself a little more paleo of a lifestyle where it's, you know, limited dairy in what is, what am I thinking? (laughs) Limited dairy and grains, I guess it is limited, but quality grains when you're eating them. So maybe not as many like wheat breads and stuff, but instead sweet potatoes and those kind of um, good carbohydrates is what I'm looking for. So that's fine to eat, to err a little bit on the side of more meats, vegetables, fruits, that's totally fine. You're still getting the fruits in there. But you need you do need carbs in there. Your body needs carbs. It just might not need them at every single meal or to be the bulk of your meal. So, and then it's a little bit redundant, I think, that sometimes it's a fiber and a green. A lot of times I just go for a double, you know, two for one on that one. If I have spinach and romaine in my salad, I know that that has fiber and it is a green. So that's kind of the two for one there. And, you know, that might be her point as well. I don't remember as thoroughly as she went into that. But so what does this look like? The four, if you have the four components present at each meal, it's making sure once again, your blood sugar is regulated, that you're not just, think about the difference if you're eating just a big waffle with syrup, you know, for breakfast, nothing wrong with waffles and they have a place, but that is a huge carb crash. You're going to rock your blood sugar up and then crash down hard. Better to have half the waffle a scrambled egg or two on the side and some turkey bacon and some like spinach on top of the eggs or something like that. It's much more balanced. So that's, and it totally goes with my approach and overall perspective that you should be eating 80% really clean, 20% indulgent because you just don't feel great when you have even like I, we get donuts once a year, Ben and I talked about it a couple weeks ago. When we go to get our Christmas tree, we get donuts and I still never feel awesome after eating even one. They're huge. It's this one local place that has huge donuts. And again, I do it once a year. But I do eat a whole one usually when I do it. And I just feel awful after. Like I need to lay on the couch. And I'm like, I don't know how people can do this every day or, you know, often many times a week. And like people that have one for breakfast and go to work, I don't know how you could carry on. But even there, I could be doing half a donut and then some eggs or a protein shake or something with it that gives you sustenance beyond that. Because a lot of times you're having this huge carb bomb, you're crashing, and then you're still hungry like an hour later because you didn't have any protein or any fat to keep you full. So that's why I love this little Fab Four combo so much and definitely do promote it and advise it to my clients. So what it actually looks like then, think about your breakfasts. So I'll have a lot of clients do oatmeal sometimes. It's easy. It's quick. It's quick great. I love it. Perfect. However, I'm looking at their food logs and they're having literally just oatmeal and coffee. So it's like 150 calories, basically straight carbs. There's usually a little bit of protein. And if you have steel cut, it's a little bit more protein. And then their coffee and maybe some half and half or something. And that's it. And they're like, then I'm hungry for a mid-morning snack. Like, no kidding. And that's fine to have a mid-morning snack. It's not that this is to totally get rid of snacks, but that still is not a complete meal to me, right? Because then your choice of snack might be something just quick and carby again. You're kind of starting the cycle to just keep grabbing quick carby things all day because that is what immediately replenishes your blood sugar. So revisit that meal. Look at that oatmeal again. What could you do to make that rounded out to the four? Well, you could take your oats, which then is your sparing, you know, your carbs sparingly is not even part of your four. So your oats, but then you're going to add maybe like half a scoop of protein powder in there and mix it up with the oats. You're going to add some shredded zucchini or I have a client who does shredded, uh, 
what is it? Spaghetti squash? No, butternut squash, which I've never tried, but she says it's really good. She roasts it with cinnamon and then she puts it in her oatmeal. So that's a new one to try. But get some kind of, I'd count that as a green and a fiber, right? And then sprinkle some flaxseed in there, ground flaxseed. Now that's a uh, beautifully rounded out meal that's going to keep you fuller for longer. So just look at tweaking your meals. Another breakfast that would work if you are wanting to do shakes. And again, Kelly Levesque has a ton in the book, a ton of different shake combos. But you could start with a protein powder, right? Whatever tickles your fancy. If you're doing plant-based or you're doing whey, I usually recommend whey isolate if you can handle the dairy. Also, I could go on a whole caveat of that, but if you're buying a higher quality protein powder, you're not going to get that bloated, gassy feeling. A lot of people just think they're not handling the whey well, but it's because it's a low quality protein. So that is something to look into. But say you're doing a shake, you're going to want to have a protein powder, a nut butter, like almond butter or peanut butter, flaxseed again. So that was, that covered your fat, your protein, your fat was the nut butter, flaxseed is your fiber, spinach is your green, some frozen spinach, and then carbs sparingly. So then you could add some bananas or you could add some uh, blueberries. I, that's what I meant. Some blueberries and a banana. Definitely don't add multiple bananas. My favorite little combo there is to do a frozen banana, frozen spinach, chocolate protein, peanut butter, and ground flaxseed. And I just load it up with as much frozen spinach as I can fit, do some almond milk and some ice, and call it a day. So good. And you might be like, Brittany, that's like 400 calories. Yeah, good. It is. I don't know exactly how many it is, but it's got to be around there. And depending on the rest of my day, I will play with the portions, right? If I know I want to have carbs later, if I'm going to have tortilla chips with dinner or something, I will use half a banana. If I know I'm going to have guac later to go with my tortilla chips, (laughs) I will do one tablespoon of peanut butter, not two tablespoons. So it still has to fit in the context of your day. Whether you're actually tracking that or, again, just kind of mental math doing it because you're eating intuitively, you still kind of play it like that. But, again, my four components are still present and I'm good to go. All right, looking at lunches, same thing. And I hope that you're kind of starting to get the hang of this. So a lot of times I'll see people like, okay, I'm eating healthy. And it's like just a salad, like lettuce, a light dressing, and croutons or something. There is no sustenance of that. That is not going to keep you full. Same thing with just a veggie soup. Like, oh, good. Well, it's, a, you know, again, another 100-calorie vegetable soup. But your body needs calories. Your body needs to run off that. So you actually want to look at amping up your meals. I call it beefing up your meals sometimes. Like, put more in them. You need to be satiated. So a good lunch would be maybe a grilled cob salad where you've got tons of greens, spinach, arugula, whatever tickles your fancy, romaine. So that is right there. That's your fiber and your green, right? Grilled chicken. There's your protein. You can pack more vegetables in if you like some green peppers, onions, whatever. Then put some avocado, some egg whites. You've got more healthy fats, a little bit of dressing. You can use a balsamic or an olive oil to get a little more healthy fat on there. And again, all you could leave off the avocado if you need to save your fat for later, but you have some fat from the dressing. So right there, you had, again, protein, greens, fiber, and fat. And you are going to be much fuller, much longer. Another way you could do that if instead of salad, maybe for lunch or dinner, you could look at, oh, and again, if, if you want to throw a carb in there, you could add a side of fruit. Sometimes I'll do Greek souvlaki salads and add a whole wheat pita on the side. There's my sparing carbs. You could also do a wrap that would be, you know, some of your carbs for the day with, again, any combo of a protein. You could do ground turkey. You could do salsa as your fiber and as your 
green and then even a side of another vegetable, a side of broccoli, a side of carrots. I'll do that a lot. I'll do like ground turkey taco wraps. I'm getting so hungry talking about this. I really am. It is mid-morning while I'm recording this and I definitely need that mid-morning snack now. But um, I'll do that a lot. Ground turkey taco wraps or ground turkey taco salads where you know, that's still pretty much the base I've got. Some salsa, you could put guac on there to make it your healthy fat, right? And then I'll just add a side of carrots or a side of broccoli or something if I couldn't really work it into my meal. You could throw a spinach in your wrap, doesn't matter. I do that a lot. Spinach is, it's okay if it's a similar green. It's nice to have diverse nutrients, but if you do find yourself returning to a lot of the same greens, it's okay as long as they're high quality, right? And then for dinner, it's usually pretty, I find dinner to be one of the easiest spots. I actually find breakfast to be the trickiest to work it in. But dinner tends to be simple if you just look at it, again, as looking at that plate. And I think we've been so accustomed to like, okay, a meat, potatoes, and vegetable kind of a thing. So meat, a grain, and a vegetable. But actually we need to look more at making sure that fat and fiber are present. And then again, carbs as they fit or carbs sparingly. So actually what I'm doing for dinner tonight I love farro. I've probably talked about it on here before. It's F-A-R-R-O. It's kind of like a nuttier tasting rice and it's more of an ancient grain. So it's supposed to be better on your, um, ease, more easily digested than rice sometimes. It again takes longer to cook. So I'll make a big pot of it. it takes like 45 minutes and let it simmer on the stove. And so I'll do farro and I'll season it up. And then with lemon caper chicken, which I am using chicken thighs actually today. I usually do a chicken breast, but trying to get into using chicken thighs more. So I will just sear that up in a pan and then finish cooking it a little bit in the oven. And then I will do a side of actually side salad today because I'm out of fresh I'm out of fresh vegetables to roast. And I'm gonna pull out of the freezer. I have uh, I'm glad I said it because now I need to go do it. <laughs> I have two loaves of homemade bread in the freezer because again, 80-20. I may or may not have it. The farro is the grain. The chicken is the protein. In the side salad, I will make sure that I have a healthy fat, which then covers my fiber, my green, and my fat. Probably, again, in the dressing, I will use some olive oil and that kind of healthy fat. And then, again, my husband just kind of needs things more filled out, (laughs) more rounded out. Sometimes, you know, he's looking at the plate like, all right, where's the rest of it? So then I'll kind of tack on like some kind of homemade bread or something like that if the bulk of our meal does not contain a grain just to help keep him full as well. But I typically try to fill my own plate with half full of vegetables, get my protein on there, make sure I have a healthy fat, and then carbs sparingly as it fits. So I hope that gave you some applicable examples where you can think about this, just kind of go through your meals And think about how you can tweak what's already there. It's not adding in snacks and doing all these things. Just like the simple oatmeal. If you're already eating oatmeal, okay, think about what Brittany said. A protein, a fat, a fiber, and a green. How can I make this a more complete meal? And think about too, even though I just said you don't need to add snacks and stuff, but sometimes even just wacky combinations can help you round it out. I have been known to, if we are on the go and I have to go pick up somebody early or do something early and I have kids in the car, I'll just grab a bag of turkey meatballs from the fridge, grab a bag of carrots, like weird combinations and be eating it at 9 a.m. while I'm driving in the car. And if it fits, that's fine. The one day I was out of the kind of protein powder that I put in my oatmeal, I usually keep two on hand. One, I keep just a whey 
uh, protein powder that is vanilla so I can mix it in with things like oatmeal or in recipes and it doesn't really change the flavor. And then I like IsoPure, which I will mix with just water that tastes more like Crystal Light. And But I will not put that in anything. I think that would be really weird. I haven't attempted to. But there was one morning I was making my oatmeal and I was out of the way isolate. And I was like, well, you know what? It's kind of the same thing if I just do my oats, my nut butter, my flaxseed, my zucchini, and then I just drink this isopur in a shaker with water on the side. You know what I mean? I still achieved the complete meal there. So think about that too. If you're at a loss on some things, like I do not know how to add a fiber to this. Again, just throw some broccoli as a side if you can't work it in and things like that. And it will all work out. Your blood sugar will be happy and stabilized. And you will feel so much better just employing that for even a couple days. It's just amazing what you actually feel satiated. You don't feel like you're always looking for the next snack or the next meal. So I hope that you love it. Let me know if you have any questions. I'm going to have a Q&A coming up again in a couple weeks. So always shoot me any questions you have. I'd love to hear them. If you enjoy this episode and haven't reviewed yet, I would love if you would take a second to do that in your podcast app to just tap the stars and maybe even write a written review. I really appreciate it. It helps it show up for more people. So, all right. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I will talk to you next time. Bye.